talk about it with Nikki. 20K subscribers after this one. I know I'm not a rapper. So what? But I'm definitely gonna talk my shit. Facts. So just hear me out. Heard. I ain't stopping. Nope. That's a fact, though. You already know. First off, let me start by saying this. Let's talk about it when Nikki's a podcast you don't want to miss. Free me, free me, free me is what I'm screaming. I post once a week and you know I judge freely. Make sure you like, comment, and even share. All I'm trying to do is get my numbers up there. And if you want to come and sit in my crib and tent to talk about what's real or just give your opinion, subscribe. just hit me up for my email. It's Let's Talk About It with Nikki at Gmail. So yeah, this aunt will not even sign her name on something mm. that's not notarized. The law she ain't playing with. It. <laughs> like she's by the books. Don't ask her to do no criminal activities. She is not partaking. Don't tell her no shit that she gonna be held accountable for snitching about. Cause she ain't doing it. So I'm like, Titi, if a detective by the name of Randall Castro calls. Please say I was with you all day yesterday. I'll tell you about it in person. She's like, Kia. <laughs> I'm like, please, Titi. <laughs> I said, don't tell. I said, don't tell Titi or anyone. I'm talking about my other mm-hmm. So I was like, I need your help. I wouldn't ask you if I didn't. Question mark, question mark. She said, baby, I help you whenever I can, but you're asking me to risk my life and my reputation. I can lose my job over something like this. I don't know how to lie like that. Um, I'm getting Titi. I'm a smart criminal. And we don't get caught. But it was so hilarious because I literally can envision her going bananas. Like, she responded a little later than I expected, but... I thought she was going to hit me right back. Like, no, I can't. You know how I feel about something like this. <laughs> Yo, that is wild. She wasn't with it at she all. She wasn't with that at all. So, for me, I don't know. you. The situation with Takashi, I feel like, first of all, do you know what he's alleged of doing now? These memes as far as snitching? Yeah, I know the snitching part. I don't know exactly what he went to jail for, but I knew, do know it's think some gang related, right? Am I correct? Right. It's something to do with Treyway, which is uh, set in the Bloods game. Yeah, did, so, did he kill him or something like that? I don't know. Or I think to get that. Him no, I think that, um, and this is just hearsay. This is alleged that one of the members of Treyway um, pretty much killed somebody. And because his affiliation, now he out here singing. Mm-hmm. basically you know telling everybody's part and roles that mm-hmm. was played in order to lessen his time mm-hmm. now before this happened everybody forget that 6 9 heard about the other people that's locked up and in this situation mm-hmm. snitching on him and mm-hmm. trying to give get him time and putting him out there mm-hmm. so what would you do in that situation if it came to you or them everybody's snitching really if you Think about it. However, six um six nine is on Front Street, mm-hmm. you know, because he's six nine. Because he's six nine. Um.
I mean, I look at it from two sides, right? The me side would be like, you snitching me, I'm snitching on you. Right. First of all, I would give myself an effort. They was trying to set 6 9 up to kill him, too. Mm. Yeah. Rather than kill him. They yeah. got, like, audio. Yeah, I'm definitely snitching. Okay. But also, on top of that, though, like, <clears throat> just from the little bit I have read up on, on the gang-related culture, you know kind of what you signed up when you got into it. I so think that's what the issue is. Exactly. That's where it lies. Like, they don't play snitching in the hood. They exactly. don't give a fuck what the situation is. However, this generation now is completely different. Mm -hmm. There's no loyalty. Number one, the OGs from the hood, a lot of known artists and hip-hop people don't take the time to tell this generation, like, you guys need to know the importance exactly. of... Growing up right with exactly. disrespect, I be seeing a lot of young kids disrespect older people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, what? Like, like y'all wild, cause I got never, <laughs> never in my life. I wouldn't be here. Exactly, <laughs> we never. Like, it, it was just a look. Like my mother gave me, like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. she, sis ain't with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Sis is not with it. Exactly. But, but I feel you though. I, I mean, I, it goes like I said, it goes both ways. I see, I can see why he snitched, but also because of what you got yourself into, it, it, it's a code. So pretty much, you know, it, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like you playing with fire. Cause yeah, yeah you, you do want to get a longer time and come out and be good, get a short time, come out and get whacked because right, you snitched. that's a fact. Cause 
I mean, for me personally, I don't know the extremities of, you know, what happened and what mm -hmm. took place in that situation. But for 6 9 like, if you got the money and you got the lawyers, like, bro, get them to do their fucking investigation work that they supposed mm -hmm. to do before exactly. you step out of street code. Because you know there's going to be consequences. consequences and repercussions to that mm -hmm. decision you made. I just hope he knows that. And it's right, like they going crazy with these fucking memes. Mm -hmm. Like, Mr. Hernandez, is there anything else? Yeah, and Chelsea took mm -hmm. that last cheeseburger. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Antonio Brown? Like all of that. <laughs> like, like everything, bro. Let me tell you about R. Kelly. Like all of that, <laughs> bro. Like, me too. Like, like what? I'm they just saying, like I understand why he's doing it, but like I said, just because they affiliation that you into, like you need to make sure that you protect it. Yeah, they gonna be coming for you. There's a lot of shit in, intertwined with the whole six mm -hmm. nine shit. So of course it's gonna be thousands of you know these fucking internet detectives, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be so much shit to say. Number one, because 
I don't give a fuck. Once I know my life was on the line and that person didn't give a fuck and they there's a recording of you saying what you're gonna do, how you gonna rob me. You gotta protect yourself at that point. Yeah. It's fuck a game, bro. Yeah, exactly. like, For real, you gotta protect yourself. But at the end of the day, day, I still gotta be good. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. But yeah. That is shady news and how we feel about that. Now let's jump into these questions. I couldn't wait. I was like, yo, just off of our energy, we ain't gonna get there, but we might not get there. We might, we might not. So who is the average Joe? Who are you? Tell us about you. Alright, so the average Joe is just like the average Joe is just the pod why I make the podcast because I just feel like it's a bunch of average men out there that have thoughts, but we don't really get the recognition to say what we want to say mm. and i just felt like it's everybody's more so into the glitz and glamour mm. but there's you just don't really get to really know the regular average nigga nowadays right. so that's why i made the podcast right so i was like let me go out create the podcast people are going to know most people like at first i didn't think that most people were going to actually agree with what i was saying and then when i started You're agreeing bugging. with what i was saying <laughs> i was like oh shit i gotta follow it that's now like fact. these You're people will agree with what i'm saying so like all right Bet I can really go off now, and so I just, I just, you know, like I, I try to get I'm, I'm, my fans listen, but they don't interact how I want them to. Right. Because I would love for them. There's been times where I would love for them to be like, all right, what do y'all want me to talk about? Is it time you want me to talk about? Exactly. Like, let's get it on. Like I know, um, a couple of people wanted me to talk about child support, and even though I don't have child support, I know two people who do. Uh, pay child support. One was married and divorced. The other one, um, him and his big mom didn't work out, and she put him on child support. So I'm inter I can't wait for that conversation because a lot of people want to know how that works and what the different experiences Bring me is. On. I got I'm you. We can do what, this. I'm down for whatever podcast. Like, Perfect. let me know. Perfect. Because I'm, for me personally, I was 100% against child support. Mm -hmm. However, the system does make it very hard for us women to survive who are single parents. And can't, you know, survive or get the other mm -hmm. benefits that's needed unless you get on child support. Mm -hmm. For me, I had gave my son's father an ultimatum. Like, you know, I'm going to have to put you on child support if you can't adhere to at least giving me a certain amount of money every mm -hmm. week for this kid that I have to raise on my own. This is the least you could do. I'm providing a roof. I'm providing a stability. I'm providing a love. I'm providing everything. All I'm asking you to do is provide either a little bit of your time and some of your money. Because mm -hmm. I'm not asking for everything. Exactly. And if you're staying with your parents and you have a child, you need to not be a fuckboy and take care of your no, kid. I agree with you 100%. So um, I had to put him on child support in order for me to qualify for other benefits that mm -hmm. I was receiving. However, now that I'm, I no longer um, qualify to receive those benefits, I'm willing to take him off of child support. Mm -hmm. I've told him, but that's going to entitle him to go to court. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to do that. So now you want child support. I'm not gonna say, not gonna take the money or save it up and give it to you. No, yeah, I'm gonna exactly. do what I gotta do for this exactly. kid with it. The little change that I get, and it's something because it goes directly to my kid. Mm -hmm. Or some days, you know, I am out here, you know, I go for gas, you know, whatever mm -hmm. I need, exactly. you know. So, but I'm not against child support depending on the circumstances mm -hmm. to get it and why you get it while you you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. got those i do feel like right so from 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 what i've observed the average women doesn't want to put their man on child support unless they absolutely have to where mm -hmm. i have an issue is 
is with you the, stuck. Once exactly. you want child support, you stuck. And regardless what you know, a lot of people may perceive of how I look at my son father because I can't stand him. But I still want my son to grow up knowing that both of his parents are well and doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because we reflect him, he reflects us. Therefore, if we both can get along and let's stay apart. But if we can coexist and build, you have your family, he's involved with his sisters, and I have my family, he's involved over here, because he's mm-hmm. good. Regardless if the dad is there or not, mm-hmm. he's going to be okay. However, like, there has to be some type of stability for those mm-hmm. kids. Correct. Has to be. Correct. And that just puts the dude on the system. Like, I, I didn't want to do it, but it is what it is. I feel like when most people have problems with child support, if the, when it comes to, because I feel like it's two phases. Mm-hmm. The regular phase with that, with, that, with, the, with the regular nigga, the, reg, the regular people that go on child support, they only, half the time I feel like, it, it depends, because I know some situations where they didn't, they broke up with the mom, and they were still willing to do what they needed to do, and mm-hmm. the mom was like, fuck it, I'm just putting you on child support because you want to be with me. And then there's the other phase where I think, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that happen. And there's the other phase where I think, where I get mad at child support isn't necessarily with the regular people, it's with the famous people. You trying to tell me that you need two hundred thousand dollars a, a month? month? <laughs> like, bro, like you don't need that much money. My nigga, I survive off of one thirty a month. Me and me and my parents were just too it's crazy because me and parents never talked about it. We were just talking about this because uh Kevin Garant had Kevin Garnett had uh divorced his wife and he has to fork up like X amount of money. And I'm sitting there going like look, I get it that he's entitled that she's entitled to have but also at the same time i'm of the mindset is if you didn't contribute while he was if you contribute to anything while he was playing then you just need to go back yeah he can still he he has no problem giving you money but you don't need a hundred thousand dollars a month i disagree on the amount but i also disagree with if he wasn't with me shooting in the gym like, I mean, for a chick to come out of nowhere, like, while you already established, or or mm-hmm. male, when you are established already, but wasn't there prior to that, mm-hmm. and say, hey, I want X amount of dollars, there's no kids involved, you ain't getting shit, fuck you. Mm-hmm. However, when there is a kid involved, there is a certain amount that I feel like she is entitled and to. And I agree with that. Not that extra shit, $100,000 a month. You don't even need 12 racks a month to mm-hmm. raise a fucking kid, bro. You're bugging. Like, Hella we do bugging. less than... You feel what I'm saying? I pay... You got to pay rent every month. Mm-hmm. Okay. $1,200, $1,300, depending on, you know, what economy... Real economy and, you know, where you living at. However, like, what do you need 12000 What's that 12000 And I feel like the court system does the minute of... Uh, uh, there we go disservice because they base it off the lifestyle that y'all were living but that's not that's not my fault because I was because I I mean I took care of myself and she was with me now granted if we have kids I'm going I'm going to pay child support to make sure the kids straight to make sure she's straight to make sure they're all good but you don't need a hundred thousand dollars a month that's excessive I see more dudes that are doing for their kids than women are doing for their kids and I feel like it's sad but at the same time, when I see a guy who's a single parent, like, it's so much respect. Because mm-hmm. it's hard for a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay? But women are prepared for stuff like that. We're built for it. We you are. know, it's it's our, it's in our nature. Mm-hmm. But for a man, they need help. That's why it says women are mm-hmm. your rib, mm-hmm. you know? 
agree they need help. They can't do it on their own. So when I see a man that's actually doing it, I'll be like, yo, that's mad respect. And if you look good, that makes me moist. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I, I respect that. I fucks with it. Now, these women that could just have these kids, not take care of these kids, is disgusting. Now, so right, my first pregnancy scare, right, was with this with this one female. And now, I was just talking about this with my one friend. Um, she didn't really have nothing going for herself. I don't even know why I was fucking You said your white friend? No, this one friend. Okay. What you send your white friend? No, I don't have a lot of white friends. <laughs> I have very few. Right. Very, very few. But, um, she just, so, this was probably like, what am I talking Maybe like, did you say you don't know why he was fucking her raw? I don't know why I was fucking her, period. Oh. I mean, we did fuck raw, yes, but I don't know why I was fucking her, period. Because, like, I'm in a mindset now that, like I said, if you're not bringing things to the table, I won't even fuck with you. Back then, I wasn't in that mindset. So, therefore, when I thought she was pregnant, thank God she wasn't, because I don't know, Lord, I'd be stressed today to the max. Mm-mm-mm-mm. She's in a situation to now where, like, I was just thinking to my head. I just happened to look on her profile today. Mm-hmm. She already has two kids. And she has um, the first baby daddy wasn't there so then the other baby daddy came in and signed the birth certificate of her first son so technically mm-hmm. that's not his by blood it's not his kid but legally, that's his kid, legally. It, it, it's his kid and then she then she turned around and had a baby with him so now she has two okay. they fell out and he won full custody of the kids i don't know why how it happened but he did it and he then was I, able to prove that she was neglectful even neglectful didn't have the funds no so it had to be He neglectful. was able to prove that she was neglectful. Okay. That's how that scenario went. Now, the issue I have with that scenario is you can't sit there and say, oh, he always did this and this, but then you turn around and get pregnant by the nigga again. And I'm just like, for the both of them. Third time? Yeah. So like, you yeah, don't, y- y'all don't fuck with each other, but y'all are still fucking and now you're pregnant with him again. What do you think is going to happen? The same thing's going to happen. Like, you're not going to get, you're, it's not, you're not going to be able to keep custody of the one of whatever the gender is, the boy or the girl. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose custody of that one too. And then it's going to be the, the same cycle all over again. And before we, before we fell out, I could try to tell like, look, you're older than me. You got to start making better decisions. Mm-hmm. You have two kids. I don't have any kids. If I fuck up, I just got to worry about myself. Mm-hmm. You got two whole mouths to feed on top of your mouth to feed. You got to start making better decisions. Like, I just don't understand how some people can keep being in this same cycle without saying, you know That's what? Fact. Like, I'm tired of this shit. Let me do what I got to do to change it. Like, I'm not even going to lie. When I was on academic suspension, when I, I was on academic suspension, so I never went back to Florida a I went back and got my associate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. What am I going to do? Because for a while, I was in a tailspin. Do I want to go back to school? Yes. But then I started seeing all my friends with the same degrees that I have that ain't using it. And I'm like, I can't afford to go up there mm-hmm. and not use it. And then it's different because now I got bills. And Tallahassee's four and a half hours away from here. Mm-hmm. I got to worry about how the fuck I'm pay my car note. All mm-hmm. this shit. So then I found podcasting. And ever since then, podcasting has been what broadcasting was for me. I was all in on broadcasting. Now I'm all in on mm-hmm. podcasting. I was able to find my passion again. And that's what I kept trying to tell her. Right. You got to find something that you like and stick with it. That's mm-hmm. going to help you through the rough time. There's yes, been yes. times where I did not want to record, but because I knew I got people listening, there's been times where I didn't drop an episode. I got people texting me, no, bro, what happened? Where's the episode? We used to be dropping an episode. You haven't dropped an episode. Even the same thing with my sports one. Me and Antoine, I dropped a few episodes. We went about like a month without dropping something. I got text after text after text. Bro, 
Where's the sports, where's the sports <laughs> episode? I'm like, oh, man, all right, we got to go back to recording That's now. Like, yeah, it is support. It's major That's support. That's why I try to stay consistent, too, because even though, like, on some most of my podcasts, I have, like, 20 or less views, mm-hmm. but those 20 people... That's watching. They mean the most to me because exactly. those are my my first views. And I wanna I wanna stress this because I feel like a lot of people like they see like the for example I'll give you a perfect example uh, the Vice from Fuckboy group chat Clint Colby. Um, he's one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, and I'm like, man, I want to get to where he's at. But my friends always have to remind me, you didn't have the the the. The fan base that he already started mm-hmm. off with. He was already a comedian. He already did Instagram videos. Then you got to remember, he opens up for D.L. Hughley. So mm-hmm. he has that fan base. I'm following. I'm starting from scratch. So he was like, you got to always. He, we, we, even yeah. when, when we, I had met him in August, he came down here at the Improv when D.L. was here. And I finally got to meet him. He's like, my podcast idol. He was just telling me, like, bro, you can't try to base it off of me because you don't have the... The, the support and the backing that I have. Mm-hmm. So the fact that where you're at, at for you to be this young in the game is mad respect. He was like, he was like, you got to keep, because he was like, there's places where I want to be, but I don't have the backing that they have yet. It's all about That's that right. growth. Because he was like, if you get it too quick, you're going to think that it's too easy. Exactly. And you're not going to, you're not going to be willing to put in the work that it takes to make Ooh, sure that you're successful. Wee. My brother used to tell me the same shit. I used to ask him like, damn, yo, why am I struggling so much? And he always told me, like, yo, if it was easy for us, mm-hmm. you know how we wouldn't want it. Exactly. Like, number one, like, you're not working for nothing that's easy for mm-hmm. you. You're not putting in no blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. This, I'm putting blood, sweat, and tears, money that I don't yeah, even have exactly. into this shit because I believe in myself. Not only that, I have friends that believe in me, too. I got not too many that shows me on the surface, you know, even if you dislike my shit, like, I want to know. Tell exactly. me what the fuck you feel about it. Like, why why don't you like mm-hmm. it? Excuse me. I want to know the reason why you don't fuck with my shit. Mm-hmm. I want to know the reason why you do fuck with mm-hmm. my shit. People don't understand. Support. Connections. All of that shit is important. It really is. Especially for trying to do this. <laughs> like, gain a following. Especially the fact that this is what's gonna be the new generation of radio for real, this for is real. it really right is. here and people don't understand that like if there's 17 podcasters in a room we all should be fucking linking up exactly we should be having like seven like the jam mm-hmm. session that we went which is yep. where i met you mm-hmm. and i was so happy i attended it i met a bunch of dope podcasters that YouTubers. i would have never known y'all exactly. existed exactly that's I what i'm never saying. known y'all existed so, and it's like, yo, I, I need to get around people like yourself mm-hmm. who's doing better than me, who's like those two young ladies was trying to come up with their podcast and, you know, start one out. I want to see people who doing better. That young lady that does um, Sirac Obama, mm-hmm. like her energy is so energetic. Like she's dope as fuck. Like it don't matter. She has connections, but it didn't matter if she didn't have connections exactly. that she do. Like, I would still want to do a podcast with her just off of the strength of how her energy is to put myself out there mm-hmm. more, to get more comfortable, to network. You know, you never know who's but, fucking listening. Exactly. I always, my cousin had told me this. He was like, in your circle, he was like, if everybody in your circle is exactly the same as you, you in the wrong exactly. fucking circle. I you say need, that shit all exactly. the time. You if need, you in a, in a room... And you the smartest motherfucker in that room. You are in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. You in the wrong room. You gotta see. You gotta have people that are doing better than you, so you can know where where you can get to, and to where they can help you, help you, help get you there. 
So what's your destination? Where's the end of your journey live with the podcasting? I would love for this to, I have two. My ultimate goal for the sports one is to land me and Antoine either our own radio show or our own broadcast. Because a lot of people don't know this. When I was doing the whole broadcasting and before I got on academic suspension, we had, I started a radio show there. I was doing a radio show and I was doing the broadcasting. And right before I had got on academic suspension, me and Antoine had did a demo for the radio guy because I was already coming back after broadcasting. I was bringing Antoine on. He just wanted to see how we meshed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, that's dope. And then right before the radio show got cut off, he was on my last three episodes and we were just going to carry that momentum. So now, and I feel like, I put like Antoine, Antoine and them, that's how I knew he was a real writer. Cause when, when, when it got canceled, mm-hmm. that kind of fell, we, we got, we got screwed because we passed it and they said that we didn't pass it, but we passed the test. But Antoine Lamont told me, he's like, bro, what you want to do? He was like, are we done? Is it fucked them? Like, if it's fucked them, it's fucked them. And it was fucked them for a That's long time. Fact. And ever since then, like, I, I took that shit to heart. Like, I was like, yo, I ain't get us to where we need to be. But best believe with this sports shit, we going to get to where we That's need to be. Fact. So I tell Antoine all the time. I even told Antoine when I was applying for sports jobs, bro. If you get a call and I get this job, be ready to move because you, because you, 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 my partner. You're coming. That's you, a you, fact. You not, I'm not doing this without you because we know too much about each other. We, we talk about sports all the time. The crazy thing about the sports podcast is me and Antoine never have any notes. Everything's just up here because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an everyday conversation for us. Right. And so with the sports one, it's to get me a, uh, it's either get me a, a, a sports radio show or a, a sports broadcasting gig. With right. the main one. I, eventually, I want the main one to be either syndicated or to where that can be my main source of income. Right now, I'm not even going to lie to you. If it gets to the point to where, because you know, I, I curse, up, I curse, up, bro. I curse a lot on my podcast. But if, but if I get a call from ESPN, they tell me I need to tone it down a little bit. Guess you're gonna tone it down a little That's bit. A fact. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I'm gonna tone it. I'm gonna tone I'm it down. Sponsors talk. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> they talk. Until then, I'm gonna keep my motherfucking potty mouth out this bitch. Yeah, exactly. But sponsors talk. So that's the end goal for me. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I did not expect to. Right now, I'm at I'm at seven thousand eight hundred plays. I never thought in my wildest dreams I would be here so I, I tell everybody this i'm gonna tell them again for everybody that listens y'all don't understand like i greatly appreciate it because nowhere in my wildest dreams would i have been what february march april may june july august six months in and i'm o- almost at ten thousand plays i'm thinking like okay if i can get to like five thousand that's great but i'm almost close to ten thousand and like y'all i just tell people like i'm just so blessed and so grateful because i've had to start from the bottom up and that's why i called myself the average Joe, because I just have nothing but average people listening. Mm-hmm. There ain't no real famous people listening to my stuff. It's just a bunch of average people listening to the podcast that fuck with the podcast that give me support. I have people all the time in my in my messages like, "Yo, that was a dope episode," or they'll be like, "Yo, that episode was straight, but it could have been better," <clears throat> or "That episode was good. Here's what needed to happen." That's <clears throat> that's the reason why, to be honest with you, I joined the Advice from a Fuckboy group chat. I've met so many good people in there mm-hmm. that have helped me with my podcast journey, like my homeboy Larry. Like, I've never met this guy, mm-hmm. but I do all this anchor work for him on the background. And he is, like, I'm a faithful listener of his. Mm-hmm. He's a faithful listener of mine. He'd be like, yo, you listen to the podcast? I'd be like, yep, I have a whole bunch of notes. Here's what I think you could do better. Here's what's dope. He'd be like, yo, great content. Or you could do this and this. 
Bam. And that's all I want. I think that's all we all need mm-hmm. who's trying to jump into this industry of podcasting. It's hard as hell. A lot of people don't understand the hard work, the time, the money, everything that goes into mm-hmm. it. For me to be sitting around talking to people that I don't know, exactly. don't even know if I'm going to have a connection with you, but yeah, I got to exactly. have you sitting in my house. Exactly. Like, it's so <clears throat> much that's in this. Like, it's scary. It especially is. if, like, because there's some people that start podcasts, but they're a part of, like, a a fraternity or sorority or right. they're a part of the group they already have a backing or they have right like you said they already have a backing it's so scary station. when you don't have a backing it's like okay how is this going to be perceived like you know what I'm saying what if it doesn't pop if it doesn't pop am I going to still keep going till it pops that's why I feel like my sports podcast even though it hasn't gotten to where I thought it would be from the thoughts of an average Joe podcast mm-hmm. I can appreciate when it gets to where it needs to be because of all the hard work we've put in and the growth that's going to have to take place. Because like, like, uh, like I was telling your, um, your boyfriend, I, I expected the, the sports one to do better mm-hmm. than the main one because me and him know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I completely discounted the fact that a lot of women listen to my podcast. So it's completely different yeah, when you're going a lot from... Of shit. Mm-hmm, it's completely <laughs> different when you're going from... A podcast that has the women and men mm-hmm. than just the men. Like, I'm going to say this right now. And my, uh, Clint says it all the time. Like, if you get women to listen to your podcast, your shit's going to be successful. That's a fact. Your shit's going to be successful. Like he says, when he goes to, like, his live shows, it's 95% women than men. That's Because women, women want to know what, like, you know what I'm saying? What, what a man people... thinks. Exactly. Exactly. And for me, I feel like doing this podcast, during this podcasting journey of me trying to figure out the content and mm-hmm. everything like that, I find that, um, like, I don't know where my audience is as far as on a ratio of mm-hmm. women and men goes, but I do know that it's a, a, a struggle to have women support me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't represent every single woman, but I know for a fact that there are women out there that think the same that I, mm-hmm. you know, the same shit that I think, mm-hmm. have the same opinion. No. However, it, they don't support. It's so hard for them to hit, share, to say, you know, look at what this girl is doing. I don't know too many people at all. I don't know not one friend of mine who's I've grown up with, who's mm-hmm. podcasting, mm-hmm. who's gone through this and mm-hmm. trying to do something with their self. I don't know nobody like that to ask them advice or what's the next step or how do you do this see i got blessed because um when i started it my ex had already had the idea but i didn't i started it before her mm-hmm. because she was she's in a uh, it's her and a few other people so they had to wait for the schedule to link up so with me i did it by myself so i started before her but she had already kind of had like a guideline mm-hmm. of how to do it so i kind of used that guideline and made it my own okay. but what I normally try to do is if I see somebody likes the podcast or I see somebody hits me up and they are within like uh, if I always uh, number one if you're not in the same state like you got a mic, they say yeah, all right. What I need you to do is I need to learn how to be via phone and yeah that's all that's all I really do if they got a mic all I have them do is uh, whatever recording software they use speak into the mic but if you got a Bluetooth keep me in your ear just turn it down right. so that way we're having a phone conversation. Do the mic 
you send me that file and it's like we're right there next in the room. Dope. And that's how that's how I get more people to support. Like I see people all the time, like they be like, Yeah, I wanna get on if it's a female. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you like for example, I was on my uh one of my friends' podcasts, the Zoview podcast, mm-hmm. and we did a whole episode about how I get used by females sometimes. And then this one female had a DM to me and was like, he looks like he gets used. So he sent me that. I hit her up and was like, I would love to get you on a podcast so right. we could talk about how you feel. Like, yeah, perception be- of yeah, me, like, huh? yeah, the perception of me, how I get used. Because I didn't know there was a look of players, of people mm-hmm. that get used. I was like, we can have a conversation. And I feel like after that conversation, we'll have a better understanding of each other. And hopefully that turns to a support. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I always try to get people on a podcast. I'd be like, look, if you want to get on, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Cause I, know I think we- that's just perception, though. Because people look at me and, and that's just judgment. judging mm-hmm. Them judging freely. Because I look at people all the time, too, and I pass judgment like, yeah, this bitch probably that way, or this nigga probably mm-hmm. that way, and they turn out to be completely different. Mm-hmm. But if you can prove me wrong, hey, mm-hmm. yes, I want to know. Exactly. I want you to get on the radio waves. Let's talk about it. Let's have a whole discussion about it. And then at the end of the day, we're going to find out. If you write, I, mean, I have no problem if you write. If you write, I'm like, damn, I ain't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that insight. What did she say, though? She just felt, she said she was like, uh, he looks like, I can see why he gets used. He looks like the type that gets used. But how, why does she feel like you got, you, you I don't know. Used? I told her, uh, she lives in Tally, but she said you come to Orlando. I said, whatever you got to say, save it before you get on the podcast. I don't want to know nothing. Mm-hmm. So that way it can be a natural, genuine exactly. conversation. Like, oh, you bugging or okay, I, 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 can make, I may be able to see why you, you think the way you think. That's a fact. So that's what I normally try to do. And I normally try to get a... Uh, Get my, my friends or coworkers on, like uh, the downplaying homeless in society episode and interracial relationships. I ain't know her. She was just a coworker of mine. And wow. She, uh, she wound up having a podcast? No, nah, she doesn't. She wanted to start one and she had a business on on, on homelessness. So she had on, um, the nonprofit. Okay. And so I hit her up. That's dope. And she was like, yo, I would love to talk about this. I always try to cater to what people are want, good at. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, you want to talk about homelessness? My brother did a whole, uh, like a, he, when he had to graduate, he had to do like a whole research thing on homelessness. So it was in his room. So I asked him about to use his information, give him credit. He said, yeah. So then we based the whole episode around that. Now I got a fan. Just like that. That's like I'll, I'll straight be like, hey, you want to? love to have her on the yeah. show too. I'm going to hit her up. I'm going to hit her up. Matter of fact, I'm going to hit her no. It is a catch-22 because my my parents feel like, and I do feel like they're right. They was like, well, if you just tone down the volume and stop cursing, you would have more followers. And I'm like, yeah, but at, at the same time, if they can't listen because I curse, then maybe they just aren't the ones for me. Because I'm not exactly. about to switch up who I am. Because, like, if I, I guarantee if I didn't curse, I have a whole lot more following. Because it'd be a lot of church people from but both who? churches. Oh, okay. You got a lot of church people listening. I'm like, well, who don't hear cursing? Like, you can't not go outside. Because people cursing outside, like, you're going to stop doing See, what I you See, I think the problem doing? is with my parents is, is because my mom, like, my mom didn't, I had them on episode five. And they ain't listening till then. I specifically told them, listen to that episode only. Nope, they don't listen. Next thing you know, I get a whole text. Why are you calling female bitches? We didn't raise you like that. I was like, Mom, sometimes <laughs> they can be some bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, not all the time, be some but bitch. sometimes. And she was like, why are you talking about your sex life on there? I'm like, Mom, just, just let me do me. Right now, I got a good thing going. I'm not about to switch something up right. because you want me to switch something up. So... I mean, even even like my little brother, man, like I really appreciate him because he doesn't really do the whole audio thing. Mm-hmm. But he'll take he'll take the time out, he'll listen, and I'm at to the point to where now is like, 
like my wife friend would be like, yo, I'm, I'm behind. Take your time, bro. You know I'm keep dropping episodes, so just catch up when you can. Right. There is no rush. Exactly. So at the end of the day, people don't understand yeah, there is this no race rush. has no speed to it. All it takes is support. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Support. And if you got the money and the people to back you, then hey, good for you. Just bring other people with you mm-hmm. that's trying to do the same shit you're doing. Support. Exactly. So, um, what do you bring to the table? Because I hear a lot of you saying what women bring to the table. <laughs> what does the average Joe bring to the table? Okay, so financially, I'm not where I want to be. So I can't give you shit, don't ask, I ain't buying nothing no, for y'all. No, not even true. Not even true. That's, that's mainly the opposite. I feel like if I had more money, I wouldn't spend it. But I'm bringing now, because I've, I've cheated in the past. So, yes, I have. Horrible. Horrible. And I've, I've, I've asked for forgiveness all the time. Wow. She's free. Well, all right. So, so I know y'all not together. You still ask for forgiveness? Yeah. I tell her time, like, look, I know how, you know, me cheating on you affected you. And I just want to say I'm sorry. That's fucked up. Well, go ahead. So I never physically cheated on her, but cheating is cheating. Like I was sexing other bitches, but I wasn't. You cheated, nigga. Correct. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> If you people ask me why, to be honest with you, I don't know why. It was just one of It was just one of the smack the shit out of you. It was just one of the things that just like happened. Like it, it just happened, and she knew about it, but ain't say anything. Mm. And then it just kept happening. And then one day she said something, and I was like. I need to deny it. I was like, yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> I couldn't deny it. Wait, you said like, my bad? I was like, you're right. My bad. And then um, I was just like, you're right. My bad. I'm sorry. And then we ended up breaking up. That was your know. fucking apology? Well, I told her, I was like, look, well, I, I had a few things. Back then, I was immature. So I had a few things. I was like, if you said anything, why don't you just okay, tell okay. me? Right. I was like, why? If you, told, if you told me, if you knew, why don't you just tell me? So that mean if you didn't get caught, you would have still been doing it? No. No. You just said she watched, she seen you do yes, shit. Yes, but in my that. head, oh, here, let me explain. It's going, it's going, this is, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy, <laughs> right? This but <laughs> <laughs> in my head, I already knew. I was like, okay, I have to stop at some point. So I, I had a stop date in my head. Like there was just you had a stop date. Yes. What the what? Oh, Please don't judge me on my past. I ain't judging you. We we. <laughs> is it judge free zone? This is it's judge just, free. I don't. I don't like it. I, listen, it's a judge freely zone. Yes, it is. However, <laughs> I'm going to judge freely. I do not, to be honest with you, I do not know what the fuck was going on with me at that particular time. Like, honestly, I had just got a relationship. And then I, it was right after Emiko. Mm-hmm. I got with Mel. And me and Mel were probably, and then we, we've come to the conclusion this was probably never supposed to happen. Like, we were just supposed to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then we caught feelings. But because. And when I was with Emma we didn't have sex at all. So I was like, all right. So I'm thinking, like, in order for me to continue to How fuck How long her, was you on Emma together? For a year. One year? And y'all never had sex? What no. the fuck? Was she cheating? Nah, she wanted to wait. And because I thought... That's good. Yeah, because she... Because I thought I was going to marry her. I was like, okay, cool. We wait. And... So, oh, we wanted to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when that happened, uh, when me and Mel started fucking, I was like, okay, if I want to continue to fuck her, I got to make her my girl. When she told me, if you would have just told me that, we could just continue to fuck and we wouldn't have to be together. But right. I, yeah. Y'all dudes don't understand. All women want, and this is real women because it takes mentally mm-hmm. stable women, strong women of that caliber to 
sustain those type mm-hmm. of relationships where you could just have sex with a person and not catch any feelings. And that's why now I don't have sex with you unless I know I want to be with you. Because I, 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 now I catch feelings. I can't take that risk. So, <laughs> I like it. So when that happened, I just I don't think I was fully invested in her as I should have. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when another bitch was sending me a picture of titties, I'm just going to respond back as opposed to, whoa, I got a whole girl. Leave me alone. You can't just delete it. Why would you even respond? Because half the time these bitches know. Yeah. I was I was dumb back then. I was dumb back then. I would I would respond and I'd be like, yeah, just say all this type of shit. And then she would be like, hold up. So you ain't even fucking me, but you saying all this type of shit to her. And so we just she felt yeah. some type of way. We're over it now. Like I apologize to her every chance I get. So outside of that, right? So what do I bring to the table now? I'm bringing loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I always like people tell me that I'm too naive for telling the girl I'm going to be with these stories, mm-hmm. but I want you to know who I was and who I am now. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm bringing loyalty. I'm bringing commitment. I'm going to help you get to where you need to and be. And it seemed like communication, mm-hmm. too. Exactly, communication. And that's the most important thing, the most important thing in a relationship, any type of relationship. And yeah. I'm going to be, even even though I'm not where I'm at financially, if you my girl, I'm going to bring... with me I'm, until I'm then. Exactly. I'm, if you need something... If it comes to the point to where I have fifty dollars and you need thirty, I'm giving you the thirty. I'm gonna just try. To, I'm gonna survive behind and make this twenty dollars stretch. So that's what I bring to the table. So what's something that you're good at that you just know? Like there's no failing. Sports broadcasting. Sports broadcasting. I was the first time I did it. I was really nervous and I thought I did horrible. And my dad used to be a broadcaster that's before cool. he ended up going to education. And he was like, oh, he was like, I tell you stuff, but I'm telling you this because I really believe you got the gift to do it. Now, whether or not it happens or not, but you got the gift to what, yeah, whether you got the gift to whether it be, to whether you do radio, sports broadcast or whatever, it's in you. Mm -hmm. And I started to do it because growing up, I wanted to be like an athlete. But then Mm -hmm. I learned real quick, I'm not going to be tall. So then I was like, (laughs) how can I stay a part of the game that I love and still do it? That's why I would rather broadcast for a team than a company because if you're with that team and they get a ring you get a ring because you part of that team and because so, i was already broadcasting for the florida for the florida and ratners ratners already know what type of relationship to build and how to build them right because they were horrible that year but it's it, it stunk because like this how i knew i was invested in it we got on a run during the at tournament to where we the one one the game that we lost, we didn't want that game one more. We didn't want to into the way tournament. And we happened to lose to my dad's school because he, wow. he went to Norfolk State. And when I tell you, I ain't never been so invested. I was about to cry. I was, I was hot. I was pissed. <laughs> Not only did the men lose, the women were supposed to be good that year, and they lost. They were a meal ticket. We thought for sure they were going mm. to the tournament. So then we lost to my dad. You know, I was, me and my dad joked because I was like, yeah, we're going to win because we in the same division. He was like, nah, then they won. He was like, I told you so. I'm thinking, like, I'm about to cry like... This is my one chance to really get <laughs> No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. I had a situation I feel like um, I realized, too, that sometimes God switches up mm-hmm. your path, mm-hmm. you know, just so you could take a different direction, but you still go into that same destination. Mm-hmm. You know, I had so many co-hosts on this podcast, but it's still just me. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Let's talk about it with Nikki. It's just me. So I feel like that's just God's way of saying, like, this is only for you and that's you know what that's what um 
my ex Kiana, she did, she did, she had a great job of telling me that she was like, you got to be really careful because mm -hmm. everybody's not going to support your dream because it's not the same, they just exactly. the same vision as you. That's mm -hmm. why I don't have like that's why me and Antoine, I know for a fact, I can get him on because we have the same vision. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I take more of a more of a role because he doesn't know how to edit and everything like that. Mm -hmm. He just does the recording and he'll he don't really have social media. He does like he don't be on Instagram like that. He'll promote heavy on Facebook. He'll share it on Instagram. But I do most of the heavy lifting. Yeah, I have a balance though. But I but I know he we both know where we want to go with that. That's why I have a balance. Going. Exactly. Like minds and y'all have a balance. I've gotten together with people who, you know, have somewhat of a like mind and you know, when you bring up the idea, it's like, oh shit, I get to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you do talk. You do be having shit to say. You are funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I am gonna make it there. It's just mm -hmm. gonna take me longer than what I intended. Now, when these people do see how hard it is mm -hmm. and how rough and how much time, and, and I get it, because like mm -hmm. your girl said, their dream is not the same shit as yours. Mm -hmm. So when they fall back, it, it kind of sucks and it pushed me, you know, a little further back because now I got to pick up the pieces mm -hmm. from where they left mm -hmm. off, you know what I'm saying? And I'm back to square one where I got to do everything I'm editing, I'm recording, I'm shooting. You know, I'm trying to network. I can't do this shit. Right now, I'm on live, but normally, I wouldn't be on live. Mm -hmm. You see, I, that's one thing I got to work on. Because when I was working at, like, this year has been rough for me working. So, I finally got with Acorn. Uh, Acorn Sterling is my job now. I was bouncing around from job to job, just mm -hmm. meeting different people. And I got presented. There was this older guy. His name is Andre. I got presented. That was a part of your journey. Keep this the, in mind. With an opportunity to where he wanted. I was presented with an opportunity for him to be a co-host. Mm -hmm. And I considered it. But I was like, because he's already on social media, I was like, because number one, you're coming in after I already established myself. It'd be right. different if, it, it would be different if you wasn't coming in where I already established myself to where I don't, it's not the fact that I don't feel like he was still my shine. It's the fact that you haven't put in the work that I have to this point. Okay. And then on top of that, it's like, I already know you don't have social media. Mm -hmm. So it's still on me to promote everything. Right. And then it's just on top of that. If I get these business cards made, are you going to get your business cards with the same but what thing about, for you? What about if he has that dedication to say, yo, bro, I know you put in all this hard work. I know you already you already halfway finished this race. Can I please just jump in? Because I feel like when people ask for opportunities like that, I'm all for it. Like, I get excited when somebody else say, yo, I always wanted to do something like that. Can I? I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, come and express yourself, come be who you are. See, with me, it's a little different. I never wanted him as a co-host, but what I wanted him on was a returning guest. Like, we okay. would have a, 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 he would be a, a state. I think that's where I fuck up at. I, I, soon as I get somebody on the show and they're returning guests, I go and I'm, I'm like, you know, because of the energy, because of mm -hmm. the vibes, because of how we click, I'm like, oh, boom, this is a co-host where everybody is not a mm -hmm. co-host. They're just returning guests. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I would love, like, I told him, I was like, look, I don't know if I want you on as a co-host because he had already told me there were some things he wouldn't do. Like, there's this uh, podcast thing called Podfest that's every year. I should have went last year, but I didn't go because I was just starting out. I ain't have nothing. This year I'm going. He was like, I wouldn't go to that. When but is it? Uh, I got to ask Kiana. Kiana, I know Kiana knows. How much is it, you know? Uh, I'm ask her. I'm ask her and Max Morgan because okay. they would know. Because um, Morgan went last year because I'm definitely going this year. I so. try to go to all the free events, but I try to go to events that I have to pay for if they're dominantly with our culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, podcast was mostly black, I believe. Okay. And when he told me that, I'm like, you can be a stable, but you can't be a co-host. 
because I can't have a co-host and only me show up and right. not you show up. If that's the case, I might as well just do it solo. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, look, I have no problem with you because he's like, I want to say he's, he's probably like in his late 40s, early 50s. And I'm like, I have wow. no problem with you coming on. We can have a whole little, uh, it'd be like a set. It'd be like the third episode every month. It's an episode with, with Toroy and Joy or something like that. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm at to the point to where now is, I, I, I struggle with people getting on my podcast at times, working around people's schedules because mm-hmm. I've dealt with a, a few people that flake. So therefore, I'm so used to doing things by myself. Yeah, I don't want to have to depend on. I got used on, to flakers. Exactly. I got I so used to them. I don't want to have to depend on another working around their schedule. It's already bad. I've got to work around Antoine's schedule. Right. Antoine has a lot of cats, and because um, he has a lot of cats and he's working, we both work. We don't record our our episodes until like eleven o'clock at night. So them niggas sleep, and it's and yeah, and it's late. And by the time we finish recording that, by the time I edit it, and then um, we you put tired as fuck. we we put my one friend Dre on, who uh, he's like a fantasy football guru. Mm-hmm. So we came up to him and was like, "Look, we know you're good at fantasy football for the NFL season. We give you your whole your your whole fantasy football segment, five to ten minutes every week. That's gonna right. be you in there." And he he said he's he's been appreciative of it, and I've been pushing him like, "Bro," because he asked me because he was supposed to start a podcast with his boy. Because mm-hmm. what we was gonna do was whatever his um, Fanny, whatever his, his podcast was going to be, that was mm-hmm. going to be the name of the segment, so that way people could just plug in. Right. And he was telling me how like he wanted to start it, but his co-host they had some issues, and I was like, "See, bro, that's why I do things solo because I can just that's why I me and Antoine took right. so long. I'd rather to do a solo schedule. too rather mm-hmm. than getting pissed for somebody fucking flaking because yeah, exactly. I get pissed the fuck mm-hmm. off when people flake like. But I already knew, like, you was coming in off-rip. When I met you at jam session, I was like, yeah, I definitely knew oh, yeah, no, I was coming. with him. I was coming. Definitely. I was so when, like, you, when you text me and was like, yes, confirmed, I'm coming, I was like, okay, we lit. That's I all I need. Lit. Literally, most of the um, research I did was on you and your show and mm-hmm. what you got going on and, you know, the type of person you are. I'm just basically... You know, my perception. See, see, I can even learn from you, though, right? Because I want to do the YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is why I don't do the YouTube thing now is because I feel like when you do the YouTube thing, you got to look presentable. I don't always look presentable. I don't either. Like, you know I look like, hurt. Look how I am right now. <laughs> I went and ran and put on, put on a, you know, a sweater. Mm-hmm. I think podcasting is all about being yourself and who you okay. are and people accepting you know, how you feel and how you come. Like, it is what it mm-hmm. is. This is a judge-freely platform. You either take it or you don't. Mm-hmm. You could s- simply click off, go to another page. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. You're going to have people... Like, you see how I came there. Mm-hmm. I could have came there dolled up, uh, face full of fucking makeup. Mm-hmm. I could have put heels on. My big doofy ass got heels and shit <laughs> like that. I could have put heels on and came and been something that I wasn't. I'm not comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like already I'm not comfortable because I don't know these people. I don't know how, what their perception of mm-hmm. me is going to be off rip. Exactly. So why I'm going to go there and present something so fake, so phony, that's not me, that's not comfortable. And then you see me here, you're like, what the fuck? Even though that's what's on my car, like I'm all mm-hmm. dogged up. I have lipstick on. That's just showing like change. I mm-hmm. could be both sides, exactly. but this is who I am. When y'all okay. see me with my hats, my fitteds, my different hats, that's me. Yeah, so I'm because I know I want to start one. I got to buy a new camera because my camera broke. So I'm thinking probably right around my live show is when I'm um. When you plan on doing your live show? March. That's that's the main reason why I will start working. You at. said that's gonna be the a year. Yeah, February twenty eighth is when I uh, released my first episode. I'm there. So <laughs> March. It should have been there. the beginning of February, but 
I recorded my I recorded like four episodes before I even dropped them mm -hmm. because I didn't have the uh, the cover art ready. And so once I got the cover art ready, I, I uh, need to learn how to do that too. The cover well, art. Well, I, I don't do it. I have uh, this is an app called Fiverr, mm -hmm. and then um, I met this guy on there. And he did my first cover art, which was the one with the heart in the boxes. I don't know if you saw that one. I don't and remember then seeing it. The the but one that he did, the it. one that he did this, the one with that's up there now. He just recently did that when I went through a whole rebranding. Cause in July I wanted to switch it up. So I'm like, all right, now that I got the female audience and I know that they're gonna stay, mm -hmm. let me venture off and start talking about some other stuff. So it's like a whole month, a whole month of July where it was just nothing but me and guys talking about stuff like the support system. Uh, the rise of an average Joe with uh, Scooter Magruder. He's like this big YouTube star now. Mm -hmm. But I know him because when I first moved down here, we went to the same church. Okay. So therefore, everybody was like, how do you know him? And I, I wanted to show my guests, like, look, with hard work and dedication, you can get to where he's at. He's just, he's just like me. Right. And we're just the same average Joe. Right. He put in the work, he put in the dedication, and, and you see where he's at. So I wanted people to see that with hard work and dedication, nothing's impossible. Especially with That's God. A fact. What's next for you in podcast? And I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but I just joined this live and put us live. What's next on your list? Okay. That's gonna satisfy you. Um, like I told you, I want to start a uh, a podcast vision board mm -hmm. where basically uh, me and a bunch of other podcasters in Orlando, or whoever they want to come to Orlando, we all meet up maybe like once a quarter uh, over freshmen's we liquor whatever y'all want mm -hmm. and then we just talk about where we're at now and where we want to be by next quarter and networking mm -hmm. stuff like that and then that. we all hold each other accountable to get there okay. it's just basically a big podcast a community family, correct to where we can all support each other and then anybody else that i know that want to start a podcast and need help that's that's i feel like that's also my purpose too be good at this, but also to help people get to where they need to be with the podcast. Why podcast, and why not being a doctor or? Something? Oh, I love to talk. I, I, I love to talk, and I feel I love to talk. I feel like people like the stuff that I talk about. Like they can relate to right. it. That's my main thing. Is I'm very relatable. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't think a lot of people got used like me, and so a lot of people was in my my DMs was like, bro. I had the exact same situation. <laughs> and I'm like, word? Let's talk about this exact same situation that you had that I had. So, like, I love to talk. And I feel like people can relate to me. And they can see a different side of me. Because a lot of people only know the sports side of the world. Mm -hmm. They don't know the struggles that I went through with women or the struggles that I went through with the academic suspension or everything like that. And I'm very transparent on my podcast. I tell my listeners not basically everything, but everything that's made me who I am today. That's a fact. I'm the same way. Like, I'm an open book. By the way, I'm going to be writing my book. Okay. Got to get back into writing and right. stuff like that. Okay. I write everything from my from my introduction song to, you know, I, I switched the segment up and made it a little bit more structured. Mm -hmm. I wrote down the, the segments mm -hmm. and different topics and stuff just to have something to go off of. I write down all my everything I do on my equipment and stuff like that. And then also to answer your question, why podcasting? Because I felt, I feel like it's another platform to put people on. Like I said earlier, mm -hmm. if I, if I'm, if I'm on, but you're not on, then I haven't done my job. That's a fact. And so, like I said, I'm trying to work with this one Sanford artist. He's trying to get a single out there. I was, well, I want to get him on a podcast. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Get him on mine that, too. Exactly. I'm with the shit. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to drop a snippet of your song or however you want right. me to do it. That's so that way, you know what I'm saying? That's the main reason why, like, it's crazy. The guy who did my intro, Xavier, right? Mm -hmm. When we were working at Convergence, we were cool. Mm -hmm. But we weren't, like, tight like we are now. Right. Like, I consider him, like, 
Family. my brother now. Right. And he was one of the first people when I got on the podcast. Because that was about like episode seven was when he got on. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he was like, bro, this is going to pop. He was like, you may not see it. Because at that point, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really start having a vision for my podcast until probably halfway through it. I've always had a vision because I've been running my mouth. I've always heard... Like from working at Dunkin' Donuts for years on a loudspeaker, like, oh my God, you have a good voice. You mm-hmm. have a good radio voice. Like, you need to get in the radio. You need to get into all that shit. So I'm like, damn, but radio don't let me curse. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I can't do that. However, I will switch it up and change it around for that coin. But podcasting is mm-hmm. the new era. Podcasting for me, what I used to do music. Mm-hmm. And the music I did, I never released it. It was just therapy for me right and podcast, I was about to say I love music but I cannot sing <laughs> and podcast has become that new therapy for me mm-hmm. like soon as I'm stressed like I remember uh was episode 34 it was like the bonus episode stop trying me I was going through this whole shit with me and my former best friend and I was like fuck it I gotta get this off my chest mm-hmm. and a lot of people listen and a lot of people like it and the same like going back to Xavier he's believed in me so I was like you know what I know you can sing, and I know you're a great singer. So let me ask you this, not to cut your story off, but to cut your story off. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned former best friend. Mm-hmm. I have a best friend, former, who we've been friends since like elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed, I went up to New York in November. We normally speak every single day. You feel me? Mm-hmm. This is prior to us not speaking. Normally speak every day, every other day. It's no more than two days going by where we don't speak to each other. When we on the phone, we on the phone mm-hmm. for hours. Mm-hmm. That's how close we were. So, I don't know. I was supposed to go up there. Now, I have another best friend by the name of um, Courtney Parker. She has her own okay. business going on right now, too. She's starting up an outreach program. Okay. The youth could reach out to her and, you know, just basically talk to her mm-hmm. without judgment. So, um, she's my best friend as well. You know, we, we tight. We've been through mad shit together, whatever the case is. And long story short, she's like one of those best friends, like, she's active. Like, mm-hmm. she's in the picture. Like, don't tell me you coming to New York and I ain't checking up on mm-hmm. you. Like, she checked up on me like, oh, you leaving? Mm-hmm. You good? You all right? Now, my neck, my other best friend, my former best friend from elementary school knows I'm coming to New York and now I don't hear from her for days. Mm. So I'm supposed to reach out to her. I didn't. You know, yeah. I didn't reach out. You knew I'm coming. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, me seeing how my best friend is reacting to me coming because I went up there and the first thing I did was go to my best friend house. I ain't even mm-hmm. checking to the telly yet. I went to my best friend house, mm-hmm. but she wasn't there. So I dropped the gift off mm-hmm. that I had for her. And she called me, cursing me the fuck out. I'm like, no, bitch, you think you slick. Don't come here fucking dropping no gifts off, bitch. I don't want this gift. Bring your motherfucking ass back over here. I want to see you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, yo, this bitch crazy. But then I'm realizing, like, yo, this is a real friend. Exactly. This is my real best friend. Like, And I still haven't heard from my former best friend. Because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, yo, like... People put time for what they want, love, exactly. and care about. Like, exactly. you're bugging if you feel like I'm supposed to call you. I don't care because she had a baby. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, 
I had this situation happen and I had this happen and that happen. And I'm like, bro, I'm your best friend. It I'm the person you talk to. to. Like, if you is in this situation and it's as crucial as you telling me, the first thing you're going to think of when I do call your phone or you don't hear from me is telling your best friend, like, mm -hmm. bitch, I just was in this situation. Exactly. You're bugging. Like, exactly. So now I just been not petty, but just understanding and realize like you know our course has taken its mm -hmm. its course basically exactly. and i can't force a friendship that a person don't feel like is important to them and i don't care what comes in between like i've been there you've been there for mm -hmm. me too and there's nothing about you know talking bad about them but how you feel i know it was like a whole bunch about <laughs> like, that situation damn. yeah no i agree with you 100 like I understand that you had the kid, mm -hmm. but if you're really going through stuff, and she said she was in a car accident, I'm your best friend. Okay, you Just can re make sure. you can reach out to me and tell me this. We can still like I'm saying it don't matter how busy I am. Right, like why find, am I finding out about this now? Exactly, I'm gonna find a way to tell you. I'm gonna find a way to tell you. I'm gonna find a way to make time for you. Mm -hmm. And like with the whole the thing runs its course. Me and my former best friend now. We work together. Mm -hmm. It is we work together, and we on the softball team, okay. and we don't say a word to each other. Wow! Not even like it. I will on the softball team. Like if she do good, I'd be like, "Hey, high five!" So give me high five. But there is no, "Hey, how you doing?" And even the coaches like, "Yo, y'all used to be so tight." Laugh. I was like, "I don't want to get into it because she gonna say I'm running my mouth, and yeah. I don't even feel like having that whole discussion." But it was some things that went down that happened in the past that resurfaced. She got mad. I got mad. She told me she didn't want to be my friend. She said, this is why I stopped being your friend in the first place. I told her, no, we stopped being friends. This, this, this to the point to now exactly. where... Exactly. You got to agree to disagree. Exactly. It's the point to where now is I was the son of her, 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 her child, her, the, the godfather of her child. I don't even talk to him either because like I, the way yeah. I look at it is I'm like... And that's, how I, that's why I feel fucked up because our kids call each other cousins. Mm -hmm. You know, when kids is involved, it's a whole different ball game. Like, it's no love lost. Like, I still love her to death. Mm -hmm. Like, I still wish the best for her and the kids. And I still think about her, you know, from time to time. You know, it takes me a second to, like, moments where you bring up. or Because I feel like I'm really not, like, I miss her. Because, I, like I said, I spoke to her every other day. But I have my best friend who's, we, we haven't spoke for a few years because of some differences we had, but we never fell out with uh -huh. each other exactly. to where we didn't bounce right back. And exactly. even talking, we was, when we started back talking, we like, oh, it ain't going to be the same. So don't expect I, I whatever, whatever. And mm -hmm. it, it went back to being the same. <laughs> like niggas ain't skip a beat. Mm -hmm. Like I love her to death. Like that's my heart. But at the same time, I feel like she loved me just as much, mm -hmm. if not more. You feel what I'm saying? So to not get that, from my other friend mm -hmm. who I loved equally. Mm -hmm. You I don't see, see exactly. Yeah. You see what the one friend's doing and you're like, why can't you show that? Yeah, and it's and it's to friend. the point like not why. Like I see what my best friend, my real best friend mm -hmm. is doing and the fact that you can't supply the mm -hmm. bare minimum and exactly. I'm not even asking for anything but for this person to be their self and love me the way I love them. Exactly. You can't provide that for me then you know I just take it as you grew. You you I moved on from me and it is what it is. No ill will, no ill intent, you know, into anything that you got going on, but I just I'm not gonna rag behind you. Mm -hmm. Like bitch talk to me. Why aren't you mm -hmm. talking exactly. to me when you know? Exactly. I I agree. A motherfucker know when they do you wrong because mm -hmm. they ain't oh, gonna yeah. hit you up. They mm -hmm. ain't gonna talk to you until they see some 
a way to weasel, weasel they fucking ass up in there. And I feel like, right, so, <laughs> I don't want to get in a situation too much, but she knew what she did was wrong. That's what I said. That's what I She knew exactly what she did was wrong, and then you found your way back in here, and then you got mad because just by the grace of God, you, me, and the third party all happened to work at the same job, mm. and the third party worked in my department. Mm. So you know sooner or later we were going to have a conversation. Right. And you told me some stuff. First of all, I told I, I told him everything that I thought you told him. Mm. It wasn't like I went out your way. No, I thought y'all were dating at the time. Y'all mm. were y'all well y'all weren't dating now, but y'all were dating after we had fell out. Mm. So you told me you told me everything happened between us. Mm. So I thought that you knew. So then to come to find out that he didn't know. You mad at me, and then I'm mad at you because you told me a lie that really fucks up my credit. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, yo, like you told me a lie. Now I got to figure out how I'm going to pay this off after you told me you've been paid it off. So I don't want shit to do with you. Because right. you're not about to sit here and play me twice. You already That's played me fact. once. You're not about to play me Shame twice. Shame on you. And so when she sat there and was like, oh, I want to talk to you. I was like, okay. I was like, if you really think that I cannot go a whole day without talking to you, it's been two years before I had talked to you. So I don't, I can see you and not say a word to you. And that's how it's been. And I've been... Completely fine with it. Because I'm at the point in my life where I'm too old to be out here trying to force anybody. That's a you fact. know how you acted. You know what you did. And now you're trying to cover your tracks and you're getting mad at me because it, cause you're getting exposed. Mm-hmm. It don't, life don't work that way. Think your ass slick. You ain't slick, huh? <laughs> nope. So, um, hickeys or no hickeys? Um, hickeys. And <laughs> you a freak on the low, bro. Uh, yeah. Took my own, like having sex like that. You bugging? Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, yeah." I fall asleep to that shit. <laughs> um, let's jump back into support and connections, okay. man. Um, there was, like I said, we did this jam session. It was a podcast event based out of Studio Seventeen. Mm-hmm. I had a blast. I met a bunch of dope ass podcasters. Like I cannot wait till they throw another free event because I'm a bro on a budget. Did you um? Was that was that your first time going there? That was my first time ever going to that studio. Did you get the uh? Well, you may not need it because that's how I, um that's how I knew him, the guy who did the studio because they had a. Uh, like, what they do is the first time, like, if you're, like, a first-time Orlando podcast and they somehow find out about you, I don't know how they found out about me, but they did. I don't know how they, the guy says something, too, like, oh, I watched the one that was mm-hmm. recording and mm-hmm. stuff. He's like, oh, I seen your podcast. Ah, I understand the third. Yeah, I don't know how they found out about me the know, first time, but, was, but what they do is they will, uh, they'll basically give you, like, a free studio session. So that way you can see if you want to join them or not. Only reason why I didn't do it is because I don't have seventy five dollars to keep yeah, paying. And then on top of that, I drop my episodes constantly. Right. When they, they take seven. When they say seventy two hours, they mean seventy two hours. And I was like, okay. So I sat yeah, down. I was no. like, but I am thinking about going there maybe once a month, once every two months. So just do to they get edit that. it and stuff for yeah, you? Yeah, they edit. They they do everything for the seventy five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. We'll use that as a did you know too. That's a segment where we give out some information that needs to be known, mm-hmm. and that is a need to be they known for that. a podcast who got the money to stay. They do all that like bottomless. Uh, I don't know. If you remember Morgan from Bottomless Conversations when she was there? Like, I, uh, I think I've heard of her. I think I've actually watched one of those podcasts. I don't know because I tried to. Everybody who's given me a card, I tried to, or took my number, I tried mm-hmm. to, like, network or connect with they, them in one way. Her, like, I've been I've been listening to her for a while. Kiana put me on her. And I can honestly say Studio 17 has helped her out tremendously. Okay. Because they automatically improved her quality. Okay. There was a point in time where I was like, I can listen to this, but I'm like, the quality needs to be better. Right. And then when she got Studio 17, I'm like, bam. 
and now this shit's where it needs yeah. to be at. And that's what I'm hoping that it does for Kiana. Because I like, she, the content was good, right. but the quality wasn't always there. I couldn't make her voice fuller like the studio could. So now that she's going to be there, I really think her podcast is going to take off too. Have you watched any of my podcasts? Not yet, but I will today. So based off of what me and you are doing here today, what type of improvements or what kind of advice can you give me? This shit is dope, first of all. <laughs> this shit is hella dope. Like, this shit is scripted. Like, I really fucks with this shit. Like, I legit fucks with this shit. I appreciate um, that. I already told you, like, I'm going to help you with the whole anchor thing. Mm. So that way you have the video and the audio. So then once you get the audio, we get you on all the platforms like iTunes, Spotify, all that. Because we, we, oh we, we don't have no idea. We're not about to have you pay for something you can do for free. <laughs> I'm you know paying and still like, can't upload exactly, shit. Like, nah, man. So all, like I said, I'll I'll do the same thing I do for what I do for you. You just, uh, if you need help or just want to send me the files, I'll upload them for you. It's not. It's no big thing. Because I'm, all, I'm all down for... Uh, people out i don't really have any improvements because i really fuck with this like i, I really legit like people don't understand like i'm very blunt if i don't if i don't like your food you're gonna know within yeah. my face that's if probably I why because i had cooked some chicken and he was like nah i'm good i ate already <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i fuck with that but you know when you come here you see you could peep over you could see the kitchen mm -hmm. and you know my stove is clean that's what you really need to look at fuck dishes not being in the sink you need to look and make sure the stove exactly. is motherfucking clean because exactly. that's how people cook and that's my fault for not listening because mm -hmm. I was going to listen, but I'm more... Have, no, you, you're good. You know how people are more visual? I'm more audio. Okay. Like, while I'm driving, I like to listen instead of watch. I right. watch when I get home. I like to listen. So that's why, like, with most people who got, like, uh, like Clint, going back to Clint, he has a whole YouTube. Mm -hmm. I've never seen one of the YouTube videos. I'm strictly audio. Like, right. let me listen while I'm at work. You know but what you saying? have that voice to do so. Sometimes it's like I be sounding like a whole nigga out here. <laughs> so I'll be wanting my audience to get confused. Like, yo, who is that new nigga on Let's Talk About It with Nikki's podcast, yo? <laughs> she been going for a minute. Like, no, bitch. Just got that deep throat. Both assets. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really do. I really do fuck with this. Like, I like, I like the layout. Appreciate it. I really do. I fucks with the layout. I fucks with the. Uh, it's structured, but it's enough to where you can get off topic and still reel it back in. Mm -hmm. I really fucks with that because one of the main things I struggle with, like if you, in the beginning, I had an unpopular segment, unpopular opinion segment, and then a tell me something good segment, and I just be forgetting to do it. Yeah. I because it's something because most of the time like is. I'm so used to not doing it, I won't put it in my notes and right. then I'll forget. So now I have to remind myself to remember. And I kind of got away from the every the tell me something good this week because of the everybody eat segment. But right. I'm going to bring that back. And I feel like sooner or later people will start. Like, for example, I'm, I'm going to get your information here. And probably not this episode coming out, but the next one. You're gonna be you're gonna be my podcast for a second, so that okay. when people can hear about the podcast, I'm always down. That's what's up. I'm the same way. I try to bring in people from every type of avenue. Mm -hmm. No matter if you paint, you write, you read, you motherfucking clean toilets. Right. I I welcome everybody. I right. was telling people about the connection, the, back to the connection shit. It don't matter what you do, how many followers you have. Mm -hmm. I mentioned that before. How many followers you have? You have one follower. You just started doing this. Like I want you on my podcast. I don't give a fuck what it is you have. Like let's network. It's, For real. People look at it like I say crabs in a bucket because there's two type of aspects. Mm -hmm. It could be you know pulling up or you pulling me down. Now if you pulling me up to help me up out of that bucket, then that's what's up. Mm -hmm. But if not, then let the fuck go. Exactly. And like I had to learn this because I had a 
it was it's an episode I'm I'm working on doing, and then on this other 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 episode I did with this um girl, I just reached out to her because she knew somebody I used to work with. Mm-hmm. So I just not even I just shot my shot shot my shot podcast wise, and was like, yo, I gotta do a podcast mainly by relation. I'd love to get you on. She said, yeah. The episode did good. But because of the numbers that she has on Instagram, it didn't do as well as it thought I did, and mm-hmm. thought it was going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized right then and there, it ain't got shit to do with how many followers you that's got. That's a fact. Because otherwise, that's your audience. Yeah, I look exactly. at everything. Like, when I see followers, because I just had a follower on here, he got 39K and some change. And, you know, he's an upcoming artist. He's really dope. I think he has good content, and he's trying and stuff. I had supplied him like a... You know, you was talking about the um, podcast community mm-hmm. situation. Well, I have equipment that I don't use, mm-hmm. so I don't have a problem with, you know, I see somebody who's really passionate, you know, and um, serious about what they're trying to do, and I could support it mm-hmm. rather than having my shit in the closet, yeah. in my podcast closet, mm-hmm. collecting dust. I'm going to let you use it. I'm not going to charge you. Just take care of my shit. And if you break it, then it's yours. And mm-hmm. then you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. You understand? But it's a, it's about recycling shit. Like, once you finish and you give that back to me, it's going to be somebody else out there mm-hmm. that need to use it. Yep. So just take care of it as if it's your own. Yep. But it's all about connections and support. That's my way of supporting and mm-hmm. contributing to this whole podcast journey that I got mm-hmm. going on. I want good karma. You know what I'm saying? And this is hard. People don't realize how fucking hard it, it is. is. It is. Like I tell people all the time. But a lot of people now that I know were like, hey, I want to start a podcast. You have any tips? I'm like, look, it's going to be days where you don't want to do it. At all. You got to push it out. I was like, I advise you for the days that you don't want to do it to already have episodes pre-recorded so you can mm-hmm. just drop that episode. Also, you have to stay consistent. It can't be a situation to where, like when I first started, I was dropping them Sunday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I realized real quick, I was on episode eight. They were only on episode two. I was like, let me slow back down. Let me go to one. Then then they got caught up. Like, but they know now whether or not, unless I drop like a, uh, unless I drop, unless I have to tell in advance, I'm going to drop like for a month of August. I only did it for two weeks because that mm-hmm. was stressful as fuck. When mm-hmm. I, tried, I dropped two episodes a week and I was like, I see why I stopped doing this shit. Yes. So now I just went right back to one. Yeah, and man. Then, there may be like a bonus episode that may drop like on a different day, but for the most part, my listeners know every Wednesday mm-hmm. something, something's going to be right. I'm trying to stay consistent with recording like we're doing mm-hmm. today and then putting something out tomorrow. Now, what I've been doing is trying to keep myself busy and keep podcasting mm-hmm. and networking mm-hmm. and just begging people basically for their time mm-hmm. to sit down and you know talk to me about whatever the fuck it is they mm-hmm. got going on. Um, but it's hard. Like I said, it's so hard. It is, because you got to work around people's time. Like, mm-hmm. you got to sit here and be like, yo, like, I've been, I'm trying to get this one girl on that I used to work with so we can talk about, uh, she wanted, she wanted to know, she wanted to do an episode on why men cheat and if men can change for the right woman. I want, oh, that's the topic I want to talk mm-hmm. about, but she lived like 10 minutes up the road, but we ain't been able to connect. And I'm just like, yo, like... That falls under the same category. People make time for what they want, exactly. love, and give a fuck about. I don't want to hear nothing about it. If you serious about what you want to talk mm-hmm. about, you're going to make a fucking episode of it. That's how I feel too. Whatever it is that I'm passionate about, you're going to see it in my work that mm-hmm. I produce. Yep. And that's why like, 
I go back to what Kiana says. She, that's why she says, when people flake, don't get upset, that's don't trip, because they don't have the same vision as you. This isn't their vision, this is your vision. Right. They don't know your end goal. They just know that you're, you know what I'm saying, you're on, you're on that episode. Mm-hmm. And that's that. It's a fact. Let's try to jump into freedom of speech. Now, freedom of speech, you bring up any topic you like to discuss, a poem, singing, a song, something encouraging, mainly is what I try and, you know, talk about. Um, I'm going to let you take this. I used to rap, but I mean, it's nothing like, nothing (laughs) bad. It's just like, basically how the podcast is, is how this relationship was. I just went through a lot of breakups, so it was about a... A bunch of breakups. I would rap, but I don't really know the lyrics by heart. Okay. I mean, if you want me, I could, I could put the music in my ear and I can rap for you real quick if you want to do something like that. Like, it's up to you. Listen, it's freedom of speech, right, my dude. See, freedom of speech. Second, I'm real nervous because I ain't never done it before. Yet, listen, so. we put you on spizot over here, okay? And while we waiting, this is his card. Dope, 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 my fellow podcaster. All right, y'all. Don't, uh, don't make He with the links. He with the links. <laughs> so my intro is written by me. I mentioned <laughs> that to you. I, I was just fucking around. But it turned to be something, and I'm like, yo, I need a song for my intro. Okay. So I was like, yo, I need to have it make sense, Mm -hmm. really. So when I did that, my son was like, it's actually pretty good. (laughs) That's why, like, me and the guy who wrote my first one, once I rebranded into Strictly and started doing more stuff about relationships, he was like, all right, bro, I'm going to work on another one for you. So he was like, so that's because he was like, he was like, the one that you got now sets to move but mm-hmm. the one that i'm about to make for you is about to be fired see i want to do it over too i want to remake it i want to use the same words mm-hmm. and you know that whole momentum but i want to change the video the video was just like a thriller mm-hmm. that i put together okay. <laughs> i'm like fuck it mine's well all right <sighs> there so you go and i'm so nervous there you go y'all all right hold on Damn. Now we had a doubt to never left him out. I'm always I'll be trying to figure out what's that about. Kept thinking you was a side chick, but you wasn't. It was just you. Yeah, girl. So let me rephrase this. Uh, no side pussy, no side chick, no side chick. Don't try me with that shit. So tired of this shit. Cause life's a bitch. Never end up who you really want to be with. Cause you want. Oh, fuck. That's all I remember. It still was yeah. dope, though. <laughs> That's all I remember. It I still was been, dope, That was though. like... You wrote that? Yeah, I wrote all What you was going through? Uh, It was after the breakup with Emiko. So oh, that was like... You loved yeah. her ass. Yo, when I tell you I did, yo, I was you ready to... fucking loved her was, ass. Yo, oh Number God, one, you like, keep bringing that bitch up. No disrespect, Em. Mm-hmm. I did. I met her there at the event, right? No, 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 no. That's Keanu. Okay, okay. So no disrespect. I ain't trying to come for you, sis. Damn. Yeah, I, wrote, I was I was going through it. I wrote, that was like heart. that was uh that's why I used to write songs and I was like, you know what? It's not because that shit got expensive. Cause like I was getting a great deal from uh, my producer. He's white, but he uh, produces really good music. Mm-hmm. And I was getting a great deal. I was only getting like I was only charging me twenty five dollars a song, but for the projects I was doing, it was like a twenty six song project. And then I had to uh. 
I wanted to sing her on there, so I had to pay her. That shit add up to like a grand, two grand. I'm like, I could just be doing podcasting for all of that. That's a fact. So I was like, bump it. Like, and then back to you, that's important connections. The guy who made my shirts, mm-hmm. he's from Egypt. And he just wow. came down here a couple months ago. And he was like, yo, so what's your podcast about? Because he was like, I see you. I'm here making shirts. What's it about? I told him, I was like, yo, bro, I would love to get you on because I would love to talk about right. the different the different experiences from being in America and not being in America because I feel like that's something that me and my audience would love to know about. Right. So when we go somewhere else, we know what to expect. He was like, word. And I was like, yeah. I was like, see, bro, that's all. That's what my podcast is about. Exactly. It's just having conversations. I think that's all podcasting is about anyway. Exactly. It's having conversations with different people, gaining experience from that and using They're that. From their point of view. Exactly. That's why I try to have my platform express open opinion, um, judgment freely, not free, freely, you know, on this platform because I want people to know like everybody that I have on my on my podcast has a fucking opinion. Mm-hmm. Is gonna voice their opinion. Is gonna say how they feel and be unapolog. I'm sorry, unapologetic mm-hmm. about it. You know, and um, want to voice who they are. I agree with you. I appreciate that. This is my first ever YouTube podcast. I need to see people. What's up, y'all? Like I'm saying, like, who, who, who is up? What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> how y'all doing? <laughs> I'm on live too right now on Facebook. We about to wrap it up in a second. I told you we was gonna be sitting here like for a minute. But, for I'm, a minute. but I'm cool with it though. I'm, I'm glad you cool I'm with cool it. With I had it. to warn you before, like, yo, listen. I already know based off your energy and the fact that my nigga here talking and chopping it up with you, like he done knew you when I walked in. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It's gonna be a minute. It's about to go down. Like, daddy's okay with it in the room. Like, the kid is in the room. He good. He ate. So yeah, we about to chop it the fuck up. I knew it was gonna take a minute. But that was one of my issues I think I have too. Um, the length mm-hmm. of my podcast. I was thinking maybe, because I do have a few podcasts already like in storage mm-hmm. for when I have a drought of mm-hmm. guests. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like maybe I should break up the podcast and make it like instead of being an hour, hour and a half, two hours long, break it up to have people wanting it. Like Yeah. I can see that. Like with me personally, I only do, I could talk longer than 50 right. minutes, but I just feel like with the audience that I know, the people that I know who listen, their attention span is going to be gone. That's what I'm minutes. saying. So I keep oh. it exactly at, at 50 minutes. And if it is a long episode, I'll tell them off rip. Like, look, I'm gonna, I'll let y'all know in advance it's going to be a long episode. So I don't care if you want to break it up into segments, however you want to do it. Like I'm doing an episode with me, Antoine. And Dre, the same crew who was mm-hmm. on for the table seat. We're going to talk about the uh, the bro code. Mm-hmm. And I already know, just because we've been around each other, we all think it's funny. about the fucking it's, it's gonna be It's going to be a long ass episode. See, that's my issue, too. Like, it's not even an issue because I love the fact that mm-hmm. people come here and never want to fucking leave because of the conversation mm-hmm. and the energy, the vibes, and how we all, you know, communicate with each other. Like my um a couple of episodes I had this artist on, you know, my platform mm-hmm. and he came with his entourage and they was like, Yo, you you mad fucking chill, you laid back, it's like dope. you make your artists really comfortable, you make people you know, you're mm-hmm. really personable. I'm like, don't mind my dirty carpet, you know, <laughs> I've been fighting with the complex forever. <laughs> don't pay attention to it, so let me distract you with my mm-hmm. hospitality. Mm-hmm. I I ain't gonna lie, the moment she was like she fried chicken. I was like, I don't even eat fried chicken like that, but this is about to be lit. <laughs> most people just come here. Most people just come, do a podcast, go home. Like, when people come to my house, 
I don't have nothing like no food ready. Sometimes I order pizza, they want it. Mm -hmm. Other times I'll have water and stuff. Mm -hmm. and we'll just have a great conversation. But I gotta start, I gotta start getting on that. No, I, and initially, my plan was to have fried chicken on, on my segment. Mm -hmm. Cause people be hungry when you giving me your time. The least I can do is feed you. So I try to at least provide like snacks and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't always do so well because I'm not sure who's gonna show up, who's not gonna mm -hmm. show up. And also I realized too, like I ain't wasting my money on mofo's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that wouldn't do it. Like if I had a, a set where, you know, somebody was saying, hey, this week I'll bring the pizza, mm -hmm. or you know, I had guests that come through and bring bottles. Cause when I go to somebody's podcast or they come here i'm supposed to have like a shirt and a mason jar you know for you mm -hmm. but when you come here mm -hmm. you know as a thank you for coming but i've been slacking the past couple of episodes because i ran out of shirts because my merch was intended to be sold mm -hmm. so when i realized you know this is just kind of wasting my money and i could put mm -hmm. it towards something else i needed to direct that attention so there. let me ask you this because i'm i'm in the process of getting my merch that my merch getting started now so what I've what I've done is so far I got three shirts made. Mm -hmm. So what happened was was I called the the guy who's actually become a really good friend. He's not even there. He's over in England. Mm -hmm. The guy who made my podcast art. Okay. And I um, asked him like, look, can you take the buildings off and just give me the thoughts of never show with the headphone and the and the fist? And he did it. Okay. And so then he gave me a mock up of what he think it was gonna look like. So I immediately started asking people, you know. What do you think? Right. So like, okay, that's dope. That's dope. I will buy it. So that's when I got the shirts made, sent out the shirts, and then they was like, "Yo, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope." Like Avin, you you know this, but mm -hmm. I haven't told like the world yet. Like, right. They'll know. That's gonna be my birthday present to them when I uh, when I go ahead and drop that. And then I, I'm gonna have the four shirts made, mm -hmm. and I already know that there's gonna be some people that want hoodies. But off the Facebook reaction, I'm going to know exactly how many I need to get made because right. I don't want to have too much made right and also therefore i'm going to be like okay i know how much it's going to cost so i already have the prices for what i'm gonna charge right and i feel like they're like i never realized why people charge 35 dollars for a shirt until, until you, you started, started doing and then it. i was like okay that's the same shit i said like why would i pay 20 dollars yeah. for a fucking shirt and then i realized how much it cost mm -hmm. and all the work that exactly put and into i was it. like okay i know why now so uh, I even I even reached out to my podcast idol. I reached out to him because he has a whole merch store. Like he got shirts, he got hoodies, he got sweaters, he got towels, he got cups. I got cups. And I so got I reached out to him. Pen pads. Exactly. And that's another thing that me and my one friend at work was talking about. He was like, "Yo, he was like, you gonna do this? Do more than shirts." He was like, "Get a notepad, get a pen, get a mouse pad, mm -hmm. something that people can visually see outside the shirt." Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you that shit. I think up. I made the mistake of putting myself on a shirt. Like, when people see my shirt, they're like, uh, did she die? <laughs> like, it's fucking me. It's me on the fucking shirt. I'm, I'm alive. I'm here. So then I um always say, you know, I judge freely. So this was another one of my shirts. And then I have another shirt that says free me because I explain it to everybody. Um, you haven't watched one of my episodes, so... But I, I explained um, we're prisoners in our own mind, pretty much. We're able to that. tell each other, you know, ourselves, we can, we can't, we will, we won't, mm -hmm. you know. So that's basically me, a reminder of me telling myself, like, hey, you have to do this. You mm -hmm. can do this. Mm -hmm. You will do this. You know what I'm saying? Stop listening to that other part of you that's mm -hmm. distracting you from your what you are deserving mm -hmm. of, basically. 
Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I definitely agree with you 100%. So that shirt means, I think, the most to me. This is just saying, bitch, I got an opinion and you going to hear it. I judge freely. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do, right, is once I drop the, the merch, is um, I'm only going to get, like, maybe, like, 15 shirts made, 15 hoodies. And, uh, Let me know a couple of checks beforehand so I can support. And I got you. I got you. <laughs> and then I'm gonna um, see how that does. And then once I see how that does, then the second time around, I'm gonna take pre-orders. So that right. way, I'm not spending my own money. Exactly. I just be like, okay, so y'all want this? This is what blah, blah blah blah. That's what I'm gonna do. But I, mean, I think that you should probably take pre-orders now, now. and okay. have people give you a deposit. Because when you have a deposit already invested, yeah, they yeah. feel obligated to put the rest of that money yeah, forward. Yeah, you're right. That's supposed to get And that's just me picking up off of what I already, my struggles. See, of, and that's, I'm, that's, I'm here to learn. You know, so merch, I, I, merchandising and stuff like that. that. So. I, I could fucks with that. I could definitely fucks with that. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, that just, for me, anyway, you probably have a lot more followers, a lot more people that's willing to support I just don't have people in my corner backing mm -hmm. me up, so it's See, just me. I'm what I also do, what I also do is like a lot of people say I shouldn't do this, but like uh, I don't pay for ads often, mm -hmm. but I will. Like I know my this next chef coming up. Why? Why do you pay for ads? Just so that way it can like Spotify has an ad to where like you pay, I maybe mean, pay like twenty five dollars, it can reach up to like a thousand or two thousand people. Okay, views. That's, yeah, that's okay. a thousand or two thousand. So you're getting people. paid for that either way. You're yeah, so your money well, no, back? Well, no, no, no. It's more like I'm paying them. So where like when you go on Spotify, you'll see at the end, you'll see my podcast. Okay. Then if you click it, you get your know answer that way. It's more visible. Okay. And so just you know, what I'm saying I'm a, I've never done it before. It's gonna be my first time. Okay. And we're gonna see what happens. Go. And we're gonna see how it happens. If it if it pops, it pops. Because I'm always down to it. It may be an audience that I'm not reaching. Mm -hmm. That maybe with paying somebody to do it i may be right. able to reach and if i can reach them and get them to listen then it's worth it right got you got you that kind of makes sense let me know how that go i'm gonna let you know i need to take off that lipson account now that you said mm -hmm. you're gonna help me with that anchor i got you with that. um anchor app i'm happy about that there is no reason to be paying lipson and that's the same oh thing my, my homie was going through both two of my homies that I converted from SoundCloud to Anchor, uh, Larry was like, yo, I'm trying to get it on Apple. I'm about to pay. Whoa, bro. <laughs> Hold up. I got Anchor. We can get you on there for free. He was like, word? I was like, tell me, all you got to do is just give me this. I'll knock it out for you. Same thing with um, the Zoe, the Zoe Few podcast. He was just like, yo, like, SoundCloud's about to end. What do you suggest? Bro, Anchor's free. SoundCloud is about to end? Well, no. His... The sponsorship for okay, his SoundCloud okay. back then, so, so therefore he had to start paying. My bad, let me clarify. Okay, right. I'm like, and, what? And you see he, how I looked up? What? SoundCloud? And he, he wasn't with it, and I was just like, yo, bro, Anchor's free. And they match you with ads. Okay. So therefore, they start you off with their, own, with their own ads. And then as you get, as you progress, they start matching you with ads that are going to fit your show. And then so therefore, they get exposure, and you get exposure, and you get paid. So I'm like, it's free. And I get paid, and it goes on all the major platforms. Why not? Right. Exactly. Why not? Because I was still up in my work. That's our did you know. I hope y'all was fucking paying attention because that's the did you know. So, Anchor is free, and all the other information mm -hmm. that he just gave is free as well. Support is free. For real, for real. Because I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and have you pay for that. Like, that's a fact. Oh, for man, what? That's love, bro. That's for love. what? Like, I don't you understand. Know? Like, 
That information to me is love. That I would be makes... mad as fuck if I'm paying you and I can't even get it on Apple or Spotify. My nigga, like, right. no, what the fuck I'm paying you for? I'm, I'll no. be looking at that shit like, what the fuck? I got the RSS right there. I copied and pasted it. Mm. Nah, yeah, nah, we ain't gotta worry about it. It's that. hard. Cut a girl a break. Bro. I'd be like, mm -mm, I cannot. I refuse. That's fucking crazy. So again, that is the did you know. I got one more question for you that okay. we could like wrap it up and you could shout out your platforms. Um, women and attention craving. Do you feel like women do things for attention? Yes or no. I feel like uh, depends on a woman, depends on a relationship. I feel like if you have been neglecting your woman, then she will do certain things to make sure that she gets your attention. But I feel like if you're doing what you need to do, then she shouldn't have to do that. But there are also women out there that are just attention cravers because they want your attention or they see your relationship and they're like, oh, okay, I want that nigga, so I'm going to do what I got to do to try to get him and get him out their relationship. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for the most part, if women have to go out their way to crave your attention, then you ain't doing, you ain't doing your job right. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. So. Cause it's been, it's been times where I fucked up and they've, they've gotten my, uh, they have, uh, did some things to get my attention. I'm like, oh shit, that's an eye over. Alright, I know I fucked up. Let me, let me scale back. See, um, my boyfriend is, is different. I, I crave attention. I think like most women, I crave attention and that's honestly speaking. Um, and I wouldn't say like from other guys, mm -hmm. but from my man, like I crave my att that attention from him. I need that attention. It's oh, okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, see, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm still working on that myself because with Matt, she created a lot of attention. And there's gonna be times where I'm more. Most of my relationships outside of most recently were long distance, mm -hmm. so I was used to that. Okay. I was used to talking to you, not seeing you. Wow. And so now the role is long dis distance the, before. It's rough. It is. It's really rough. And the roles have flipped. So now I've, I'm still learning how to balance. I'm getting better at it, but I'm still learning how to balance to where I'm giving you time. Right. But I'm not overdoing it to where I'm just done with your ass. Right. If that makes sense. It does, 100%. It does. But I think um, back on the um, long distance mm -hmm. situation, that is tough because you have to have a large amount of trust mm -hmm. between the both of you do both parties and then especially let's say y'all meet on like a just going hypothetical out there let's say y'all meet on a dating site and y'all click and y'all decide to get together you have to hope and pray and my mind i'm still thinking you in that dating site exactly and then also you have to hope and pray that just because y'all talk on the phone the vibe can be completely different in person. person and then you're like damn we don't vibe like i thought that's on the phone a fact. and then it's like mm -hmm. time wasting it, mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you when you write. I'm with you when you write. Now, um, I did want to shout out um my homegirl Shot, who is she's my returning guest. Okay. <laughs> Her daughter's birthday is today. She's turning five years old. So I wanted to shout out um, Happy birthday. Soraya. She turned five, like I said. Let me give her one of them gunshot then. <laughs> Happy birthday, princess. My niece also, her name is Soraya. I'll be swearing her. That's my princess, too. But yes, happy birthday, Princess Soraya. And happy birthday, Shatara, to you and your baby. 
Now jump into your platform. It's just mine, right? Everybody... People's platform just like... Um, your platform and where we could find you. Okay. All right. They'll tap. They'll tally on it. Okay. You know, um, from that. You can find well, my Instagram is average JTPC. That's the podcast Instagram. My uh, regular Instagram is at the original playmaker. Uh, my Twitter is the TOAJ podcast. Um, if you want me to shout out your podcast or your business, just email me at admin at averagejt.com. It's free. I'll do it. I don't want nothing back. I just want to make sure we all eat. That's that's that's, that's all. That's all. That's all I want to do. Um, if you go on my Instagram or my uh, if you go if you go on either Instagram, you'll see my link tree and you'll see all the platforms I'm on. Like I do, I like, Larry will tell you this, I do my research, like mm-hmm. I will, there's some days where I literally dedicate maybe like five hours to different platforms to see if I'm not on it, right. and submit to get on it. Okay. Cause you never know who's on that platform. Exactly. You never know who's on that platform. Um, but yeah man, I'm just so blessed to be here. Thank I you for having thoughts of an average podcast on. I'm definitely, we definitely got a link to get you on mine, cause this is gonna be dope. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> I, already, I can already tell my listeners, my listeners will like you. That's what's up. And and they're from up north, and we're from up north. Her, I haven't say had, less. I haven't had like a up north person up there in a while with the up north accent, so it's gonna be very refreshing. So I can't wait. Let's, Let's get it as soon ASAP. We can hit it. I'm with it. <laughs> and I got my schedule too this week, so for both, so I can let you know, okay. and you can fit me in. Whenever you have a chance, you guys already know where y'all can find me at. I'm on Snapchat at 0214. I said 0214. I'm at Snapchat. <laughs> I'm tired. Nikki 0214. I'm on Instagram at Let's Talk About It with underscore Nikki. Facebook at Let's Talk About It with Nikki. Um, email me if you want to come sit in the Cribbington at Let's Talk About It with Nikki. And I will soon be up on Spotify. Yes, and I will Apple. soon and Google be Play. on Apple. And Google Play. Google and Play. And, 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 and Cap- all those motherfuckers. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited, yo. You have no idea because <laughs> I've literally been paying for oh, nothing. No. I wish you would have told me this. I mean, we fuck you. You have sent a less. You decide to sponsor me, then it's not fun. But for now, because I'm paying for the shit and getting that out of it, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a pleasure. A pleasure, pleasure. Nah, having thank you, you here this chopping is, it up. This has been dope. I appreciate it, man. And again, make sure y'all like, comment, share, let us know what y'all want to hear. We're going to holler back at y'all. Boop, 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 boop. That was dope. <laughs> uh,